Hi, my name's Sam Wolfson. I'm the executive editor at Vice UK, and you're about to hear some things we recorded recently at the Bethnal Green Working Men's Club as part of the Vice Roadshow. <coughs> going so well. How would I describe the Vice Roadshow? Well, I guess it's sort of a thing that we did. It's quite hard to say what it is. It's sort of like the Royal Variety Show, but full of hipsters. And it was weird and funny and good, and everyone kind of let their hair down and got drunk, and it was a great vibe, and you're going to hear a couple of recordings of that now. You hear me? Okay. So what you're going to hear today is kind of a weird format, which we built an eight-foot wheel for and then kind of worked backwards from there. It's called the Wheel of Hot Takes, and basically we spun a wheel and it landed on a different kind of random columnist or a polemicist or just Noel Gallagher saying something, like a sort of outlandish opinion from the week. And then we discussed that with our panel of Paris Lees, Ransom Bantz, Seppo Monkena, and Fred McPherson. And if anyone doesn't have a beer, feel free to come and grab one from the fridge. Oh, and thanks to Old Blue Last Beer, who put on the event with us. I don't know if you know much about Vice, but we're not normally a company that does a lot of budget. <laughs> but this... <laughs> was clearly the first thing that had to be made. It's the wheel of hot takes. Um, it's taken a couple of hot takes from the week, uh, and I'm just going to spin it, and then we're going to have a quick chat about some of those takes. Actually, actually, would someone in the crowd like to spin the wheel? Maybe you would like to spin the wheel, just very quickly. <laughs> to ensure there's no foul play. <laughs> just go for a spin. Wow, that's great movement. Oh, okay. Gender-neutral bathrooms. We've landed on gender-neutral bathrooms. This was in the uh, Daily Express. Top marks to Oxford College for saying no to mixed lose, says Virginia Blackburn. And uh, she goes on to say, thanks heavens for that, their decision. Feel uncomfortable doesn't begin to describe it. Loser places for private functions and having some bloke hanging about is torture. She worries that something terrible is going to happen. It's only a matter of time before something horrible happens. So can I go to the panel on that? Can I just say, I'm, I'm trans and I'm not campaigning for gender-neutral lose. And frankly, I don't want to share toilets with men. Um, but actually, um, well, it depends on the man, really, doesn't it? But, um, <laughs> but as a general rule, they already have gender-neutral lose at Channel 4. Um, which everyone's been to, right? Um, and Pret, and what's that kind of um, taco chain? Tortilla. Tortilla, yeah. A lot, of, a lot of places have it, but they're not called gender neutral loose. They're just like rows of cubicles. And I just think everybody's getting upset when you call it gender neutral loose because everybody thinks it's going to be that, that weirdo from Silence of the Lambs is going to be waiting while you're washing your hands. Um, so I don't, I don't know, really. Uh, what, 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 are we even, what, what, am I, what do you want from me? I just <laughs> think gender neutral loose often involves having much nicer loose with doors yeah. that close all the way at the top and the bottom so you don't have that weird sort of wafty vibe, I, which I'm in favour of politically or otherwise. I mean, I, I don't defecate, but um, I won't urinate in, in, in anything other than marble. So that's what I'm campaigning for. It's just marble, marble toilets. Right, that's my hot take. All right. 
that, was that a hot take? That was a hot take. We're going to spin. Right? Let's spin it's again. Hot. We'll spin again, again and keep it moving. Would you, madam, like to spin the wheel? There we go. What a spin. That's John Leslie material. Hello. Travel cards. Can we go to travel cards? This was uh, in the Independent this week uh, after the budget. This budget shouldn't have given millennials a thing. Why on earth should I subsidize their houses and rail cards? The notion that there was some easy age of affluence in the recent past is plain wrong. Making your way in the British economy of the 1970s was tough, and the 1980s were even worse. And he goes on to say here, now I, as a non-millennial, am also being asked to subsidize the rail travel of 25 to 30-year-olds who may well be richer than I am. <laughs> Obviously, I wish them every happiness, but see no need why I should help them boost their personal booze budgets. <laughs> Rants. Is that, it's unfair, Ralph, right, um, that we ask the uh, older generation to pay for How uh, old? <laughs> how old is that? How old is the guy exactly. who wrote it? He hasn't tweeted in two years, I, he's really old. But if there's any, like, sure, non-millennials no in here, innit? Like, I was going to say no offence, but I don't care, so... I'm just going to put it real. When you look at, like, <laughs> the Brexit and that, and how the old people kind of fucked it up, you can pay for the travel. Like, <laughs> Man, like, you know what I'm saying? I don't really give a fuck. You know what I mean? We have to live with your bullshit, so... I'm 30 next year, so I'm probably going to miss out on that shit. What do you think about him getting so upset when it's only a third of off-peak travel? <laughs> <laughs> and yet no one we know can buy a, buy a home. But, I, but that's what I'm saying. Like, what are they getting upset about? I really don't get it. I don't know. I feel like he might have, like, erectile dysfunction or something. You know, them, them man, they like to deflect, bruv. That's what it is. I think it's a deflection. Like, I, I can't see any other reason why, like, they would really give a shit. I think the reason so many people move to Berlin is because it's cheaper to get there than Liverpool. <laughs> and I've never been on a train because it's just too expensive. And I'm too old. Except the tube. Can we go back to the wheel? I'll just give it a quick spin and hope that it doesn't land on something. Now, this is a bit of bad planning. Don't look at who that actually is, because we changed it today to what? Noel Gallagher. We'll just rip that down. Because Noel Gallagher said today, fuck Jeremy Corbyn, he's a communist. <laughs> and went on to say, the Tories don't care about the vulnerable, and the communists don't care about the aspirational. Seppo, you know a thing or two about music. <laughs> Love is music, Noel Gallagher mate. on the side of the people here? Working class hero? <laughs> okay, look, Noel Gallagher is obviously just in the press because he wants to make fun of his brother and vice versa. So for a change, it, it's, you know, it's a mix-up. He's doing something else. It's obviously irrelevant. He's just like a rich white guy who doesn't care about politics. He doesn't have to, so it, it's irrelevant. Like, it just doesn't, it doesn't matter. Also, let me just say his last album was trash. <laughs> When Corbyn comes into power, he should send Noel Gallagher to the gulag and let his brother piss on him from a great height. Rance, do you think, you know, Noel Gallagher's earned his money? Maybe he just wants to hold on to some of it. Nah, he can fuck off, man. <laughs> Bro, you know what it is, yeah? I'm tired of these shitty musicians, yeah? Like, and, and I use that term very fucking loosely because he ain't part of no music in a long time. The man just using the news to stay relevant. That's just what it is. Like, I'm tired of it. Like, no one cares what you think anymore, mate. I think famously someone said that he should uh, sell his interviews and give his music away for free, which seems Absolutely. like a good deal. That makes a lot more sense. Do you know what I mean? And he's his fucking eyebrows as well, bruv. <laughs> 
Paris, I don't really know your views on Jeremy Corbyn on communism. I, I like Jeremy Corbyn. I, I think we all need some socialism, frankly. Um, I don't really. I, I just want to talk about Harry instead. Let's shall we spin it around to Harry? Yeah, we'll spin, spin the wheel. We'll spin the wheel. It's Harry. I'm, re I'm really devastated about this because I actually thought there was a chance I might be able to marry him. Oh, babes. Um, I'm well, I know, but I, I do have a thing for gingers, and he's like the <laughs> ultimate ginger, isn't he? Um, and I would, I, it's really, because I am a socialist, and yet I would quite like to be a princess at the same time. Um, so, yeah, but I'm really happy for them, and they, they seem like they're really in love, don't they? You've got, come on, that, that's cute, right? I don't know about that, but you could take Harry, I'll take his missus any day. It's calm, he's absolutely punching, isn't he? <laughs> Absolutely punching. I'm glad someone said it. The, the <laughs> Prince Harry is hot myth is the greatest bit of Emperor's New Clothes double thing. <laughs> okay, but isn't the point of this take that the woman said 70 years ago, Meghan Markle would only have been his mistress rather than his wife? Let's have a look. She said it may be churlish to be unkind about a young couple who have just announced their engagement, but needs must. Someone has to say it. Do they? Meghan Markle is unsuitable as his wife. Obviously, 70 years ago, Meghan Markle would have been the kind of woman the prince would have had for a mistress, not a wife. The spectator, everyone. <laughs> Okay, the thing is, no one's read this because you have to like actually subscribe to The Spectator to read this article, so I haven't even read this all the way. But everyone kicked off about this incredible line. It's just iconic. Like, The Spectator is obviously just shit. It's, it's amazing. What do you think she meant by that? that Bro, he would it have doesn't been matter mistress? what she meant. Like, I would happily have that as my mistress, fam. <laughs> you know, like, think about it. When you look at Camilla, yeah? Look at what Charles was dealing with, fam. If that's what Harry has on the side, bro, does it really matter, though? Know what I'm saying? Flipping, Paris, what do you think it? she meant by that, as a, as a mistress, not a wife? Is this an actual thing that we're saying? This is an actual... This is what was in the spectator. This is an actual thing that was published. Oh, that in, was published, in, and in, she's a leader writer for the Evening Standard in, as well, in, quite a respectable journalist. In, two, in 2017, in, in this world... OK, um, I mean... Oh, what, what do you want me to say to that? I don't know. That's bullshit. And she writes for the Evening Standard. Yeah, she's their leader writer. She decides their political tone when George Osborne isn't in the car. Well, she's <laughs> a racist bitch. <clears throat> That's my hot take. She's a racist bitch. She's a racist bitch. <laughs> Obviously, it's definitely going to land on something we've already had because odds are like that. It's the Soy Boys. Can we go to the Soy Boys? Now, wait, just before you play this, does everyone know this guy, Paul Joseph Watson? He's the leader of sort of the British alt-right. Do you know him? So he's he, a, who? He's like kind of our, like... So he's like Richard Spencer? That kind of vibe, but worse. I'll, sh I'll play you a little bit of this. Why uh, have I never seen this guy before? This Is soy food consumption turning men into pussies and making them more likely to adopt left-wing beliefs? You've probably seen the BuzzFeed Try Guys video where they measure their testosterone and it's literally half or less the normal level for a man. Their testosterone is so low, it's below the average for an 85 to 100-year-old man. We're all super freaking hot. Imagine my shock. Stop it right now. And as we know, the only men who seriously watch BuzzFeed are tofu-eating, male feminist virtue signaling, beta-orbiter, Soy boys, which led me to this one of the funniest things on Twitter 
ever. This guy's compiled a huge list of the most virulently insufferable far leftists on Twitter. And guess what? They all consume soy products in copious quantities. Soy boys. Remember Will Wheaton, the twat who insulted Christians immediately after the Texas church massacre of Christians. He's a soy boy. The Pez neck New York Antifa professor who constantly tweets about wanting cops to be killed. He's a soy boy. Casey Newton, the Verge editor who said he'd walk through fire for Hillary Clinton. He's a soy boy. Arthur Chu, the Jeopardy. It goes on. <laughs> <laughs> but basically his argument here in this eight minute video is that because soya milk Apparently, he doesn't have a lot of scientific basis. No, oestrogen, it does. Oestrogen. It's legit, bruv. And oestrogen, his argument, it may well have more oestrogen. His argument is that oestrogen makes you more feminine, and being more feminine makes you more left-wing, and therefore these people who One sec, hold the phone. <laughs> Ransom Vance just uh, admitted to be a qualified nutritionist, so let's hear from him on the subject. Uh, let's hear about it. Hey, bruv, it's legit still. The oestrogen <laughs> thing is legit. That's why I don't, I don't eat it. Right, bruv. that bit... It might be true, but the However, his voice ain't fucking broken anyway, so what difference it Feminine equals left-wing bit <laughs> that he's linking all these guys to as a, the soya milk is the uh, center of what he sees as the, the leftist axis of evil seems a bit far-fetched. <laughs> <laughs> but do you think that... I mean, that's quite a good video. Do you think that, that no, the, the alt-right of, of these people who are on YouTube are doing a lot better at kind of persuading people with this kind of content than... Uh, than the people on the I, left. I think that's very compelling, actually. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it, I've never really thought about it like that, but I guess that Trump kind of represents the kind of ultimate sort of ta toxic masculinity, doesn't he? And uh, now I haven't really thought about kind of the left being, but I guess it's caring, isn't it? Being cooperative and supportive and empathic and yeah, um, I don't know, but he's, he's one to talk, isn't he? He, did, he, did, he, looked, he looks like he didn't get enough testosterone in his, 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 his not to gender please anybody, but I mean, if you're gonna, if you're gonna go after people, you know, you need to be flawless, you know? It's like, he looks, he looks like Annie Lennox with stubble. Like, Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Seppo, for Ransom Bounce, for Paris Lees, for Fred McPherson, and the Wheel of Hot Takes. going so well. So there you go. Thanks very much to Zing and Fred for hosting and to Old Blue Last Beer for supporting. This was produced by Sam Bonham. See you next time.